The Sons and Daughters Podcast. Discover and walk in the life that Jesus lives inside of you. Hosted by Andy and Tina Hayner, leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministry. Hi, welcome to the Sons and Daughters Podcast. I'm Tina Hayner, and this is my companionable, I think that's a word, my companionable husband. Uh, I don't, I don't know even know what to say about that. Just I, well, we're you, you make a great mm. companion, lifelong friend. Makes me want to say something smart just to <laughs> just to prove I'm I'm not uh, a simp. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but, anyway, I just yeah, we've been talking. We're going to talk more about it, but talk yes. a lot about relationships since like I appreciate my lifelong companion. I appreciate that too. It's really fun. My name is Andy Hayner, and I'm here with my lifelong companion, my lovely Miss mm-hmm. Tina Hayner. She's always lovely, and we are leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministries, and our the Sons and Daughters Podcast is our. Weekly used to be weekly. Holy smokes, it, this has been crazy. <laughs> Maybe monthly. Yeah, <laughs> podcast. Uh, we have a recording studio uh, up uh, in our spare bedroom, uh, which is doubles as my office, which doubles as our guest bedroom. And so we've either been out of town or you know, have, are, have had someone sleeping up here, so we can't actually just invade their what has right. become their bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. We appreciate your patience with us, but we are excited to be back with you to share another podcast. And um, recently, our life has sort of been inundated with uh, functioning as, uh, I don't say premarital counselors, but people who are uh, young adults who are considering... Yes. Um, seeking us out, seeking us out for mm-hmm. advice and feedback and all. I think because... We somewhat play a parental mentor role, um, but we're not their particular parents. So sometimes it's easier to receive yeah. and, and to run things by someone that, you know, has the experience like your parents do, but are not your parents. <laughs> yeah. And we've, we've seen this too also with, uh, you know, with our own children. Right. They need um, somebody else. <laughs> uh, we have two, uh, two of our three children right now are in serious relationships with the one that they think this could be the yeah. one, mm-hmm. um, Tom will tell. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we've had even our other one has had uh, relationships that right. they thought this could be the one. And over time, it mm-hmm. became clear that it was wasn't. not yeah. the right fit. Um, and so, you know, whether that's where you are personally, I mean, you could be like us and old fogies, mm. um, but it, it's kind of a good discussion to take up because some of the principles that we have, uh, that we have to go through in this, uh, um, relate to just general decision making. Mm. Um, and then other, uh, times you're going to find yourself, um, being around someone who is making those decisions. And mm. I think we would all say, um, the, besides making the decision to follow Christ, there's probably uh, no more consequential no decision no, that, that you can The most important make. decision of your life other than your walk with Jesus, your exactly. following Jesus. Yeah. You know, when you, when you make a covenant, uh, to, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'm going to be with you till they and put the, me in the ground. Right. Till death do us part. That is a, that is a very serious thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
So um, I thought it would be kind of neat just to talk about um, what are some things to consider. I'm sure it won't be comprehensive, and some of it will be, you know, we can integrate our own story um, uh, as to, you know, how that all plays into this, because we are influenced by our own perspectives Mm -hmm. and our own experience. But uh, some of this will kind of look at uh, what the Lord says. But um, one thing to consider, uh, I think, in this is, are you ready? Are you ready? Are to, you personally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you at the place in your life where um, you could actually make a decision um, about is is this the person? You know, are are you ready to make a lifelong commitment? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you even know what that means? Um, and so, what are some of the things that? you would think would be maybe signs you may not be ready or some signs you are ready. You know, mm. what are some of the things that you would think of as, you know, if, if somebody came to you and says, you know, I, I'm, I'm really ready to, to, to find a wife uh, or mm-hmm. to find a husband. Mm-hmm. And you may observe from what you know of their life, I'm like, you may not be as ready as you think you are to make yeah. that kind of a decision. Yet. Right, right. Well, I think the tricky thing is, in some ways, um, is that we're always growing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're never going to be, you as a person, be all perfect and mature before no. you, you know, before it is time to be with somebody because that other person in your life is part of what God uses. Sure. <laughs> but, um, but I think too, uh, a, a huge thing if you're, if you're, if you're personally ready, you know, a, a huge thing is being, at least for believers. Mm-hmm. Um, being satisfied with God yeah. alone, you know, that I, I, I care about this person. I want to do like with them, but I don't have to have them. I mean, it's God that satisfies my heart. Yeah. I think that's a huge place. That's a good place to be. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. I, I think if you're driven by need, mm-hmm. Like you personally need to, um, uh, you know, a spouse or a, right. a relationship like that to be happy, then um, you want to address that need. You don't want to be driven by mm-hmm. compulsion and need mm-hmm. um, because that's the sort of thing that can drive you into relationships for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And, and part of the reason is, is if you go into a relationship out of a sense of need, that need is translated into expectations. Right. And, and so, puts that pressure on that person to be things and do things that maybe they can't and yeah. they don't need to. You need to look to God for. I need you to be there for me in a certain way. Right. And then that turns into expectation. And then expectation turns into demand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be. And that gets ugly mm-hmm. um, right away. Right. Um, and it, it really drives, a, it's not a healthy mm-hmm. foundation no. for a relationship. So I would say, you know, Eve, that's not just somebody who's who's young and mm-hmm. young yeah, compared I, to I, us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because be, we've had mm-hmm. friends that have um, had become widowers or widowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. they find themselves after 20, 30 years yeah, of, of the marriage, marriage. And they lose their spouse. Yeah. Now, you know, Faced once again of 
am I even ready, ready. to yeah. date, to move forward, mm-hmm. to, to consider another lifelong commitment? Okay. Um, so, and I, I would say probably, you know, in those sorts of situations, one of the considerations is, um, am I just trying to fill a void and, uh, out mm-hmm. of a sense of need, mm-hmm. um, because I can, I can't imagine really, but I can imagine the, the level of grief and loneliness oh, sure. that would perhaps be a huge uh, a temptation to, <laughs> yeah, to, to just to fit any, anyone, mm-hmm. somebody who might not be right for you. Right. And for some, or even if they're the right person, maybe for the wrong reasons, the wrong which, would, which, which mm-hmm. would, would put a spin on the relationship. That's mm-hmm. not a good foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, so that's one consideration: is is why you yes. know, examining your own your why law. and your mm-hmm. own expectations. Um, yeah. On the on the positive side of that, a good indication that you are ready is that you have a certain amount of personal stability in the Lord. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's absolute. Uh, right. Like I said, you're never going to be completely mature. <laughs> no. You know, we're, we're growing it's constantly. A, right. And it's a daily walk. Absolutely. You know, um, when I, but you've developed a sense of identity and um, stability mm-hmm. in your, in your relationship with God that you, you know, within yourself that you are, um, at a good place mm-hmm. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one, an, another indicator that kind of is close to this is, you know, are you able to, what are your friendship type relationships with? Uh, are you able to have um, long-term relationships? Mm-hmm. Have, you know, how's that going for you? Mm-hmm. Or do you have a string of, Broken. Well, this was my best friend, but then we had a, a yeah, tiff, and, right. and now I don't talk to them anymore. And mm-hmm. so I got another best friend, and now we, then we had a tiff, and I don't talk mm-hmm. to them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have just this habit of of um, of fleeing relationships right. when they get hard? Harder. Mm-hmm. Um, because some of that, you know, uh, if if you're if your response to that is, well, I, they were toxic, you know, and it's always, it's <laughs> always the, the other thing. person. Yeah. If it's always the other person, then you, you may maybe. need to take a look at, <laughs> okay, why do you keep getting in Into, relationships with, with those ta- kind of persons? Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's something going on. Maybe with you. there's an inability mm-hmm. um, to, maybe you take things too personal, mm-hmm. too quickly. Maybe you have a difficulty having someone disagree with you or maybe point out some things that are flaws in your own character. And if you take offense to that, rather than to take a, a step back yeah. and to say, mm-hmm. okay, if somebody who's close to me, who honestly up to this point in our relationship has always indicated goodwill towards me, mm-hmm. you know, Proverbs mm-hmm. says that uh, faithful, the faithful are the wounds of a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you t- take those kind of, Iron sharpening iron moments where somebody says, hey, you need to take a look at your own self mm-hmm. before you start, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, judging. judging somebody else <laughs> or trying to pull that plank out, whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when is somebody able to disagree with you for your good and you take it to heart and work through things? Mm -hmm. Um, Because there is a lot of, you know, how do you handle conflict? How do you handle disagreement? Are you able to work through those, those sorts of things with other people? Um, that's really important. Um, are, are you ready? And I would say probably there's some pra- <laughs> practicals to consider too. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some stuff out there too. Like, um, it seems like I remember, I can't remember the name of the guy. He's a pastor from Jamaica. And he, oh, talks, right. and, and he, he I, has I, some great I, things I think about. he actually died in a plane crash. Oh yeah. yeah but he, and again, I can't, I can't remember, remember his name. name yeah. I can't, but but he and basically he was like the um he was kind of he was addressing the women and it was like you know the man he needs to just amazing things have a job have a plan you know have, be, a, relationship have a relationship with, with God, God mm-hmm. be the one that wants to wash you in the Word mm-hmm. you know those kinds of things um are just basics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would I would say that that that's true. I mm-hmm. think as a as a man, um, you're not ready to have uh, to make this kind of a commitment if you're still living in your mom's basement. Yeah. So I think one question really to ask yourself if you're ready in on a practical level relates to that is, um, are you ready to start your own family? God, it says for this reason, uh, man will leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. So if you're not ready to leave your father, mother, uh, and stand on your own two feet to take responsibility for leading your own home, creating your own family, um, that means that you're able to provide for you and someone else, that you're able to uh, be in the, have enough confidence within yourself that you're um, you're willing to provide that amount of leadership and protection and uh, practical support, then then you're not ready yet mm-hmm. as much as you may be ready um, for, for relating to right. someone in that sort of mature way. So, you know, I think some people, for example, um, they're raised in a healthy frame of mind and relationally, you know, they might fall in love with somebody in middle school and have a fairly mature uh, type of relationship, uh, you know, for a number of years, mm-hmm. but they're just not ready to start their own family yet. Right. So no, I mean, you might be, uh, you might have an awareness, hey, this is the right one for yeah. me. High school sweethearts, uh-huh. but, college sweethearts, yeah. But it's not yet the right timing. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes the practical um fits into that. Um, and, and so sometimes people are just aware that they, um, they're, uh, they're not ready. Uh, they're not ready for someone else mm-hmm. just yet. Right. Um, and so that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. It might be that you've come out of a, a, a bad situation mm-hmm. um, or just are in a place with the Lord where he hasn't given you that green light yet. And it's okay to say, you know, God's God is, you know, down the road that that might be part of it. But right now I'm just growing deeper in my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Um, So for, you know, in my personal testimony, 
I came to a place where, you know, I, I came to know Christ when I was 19 and I already had a lot of bad habits and mindsets that had set into my life um, at that young age, came to know Christ and was really growing in my relationship with God. But yet one of the areas that really needed to be renewed was my mindset of always needing a relationship. I, mm -hmm. I really was always pursuing you know, I stopped womanizing for immorality, but I, I, I still was needing to always be dating someone. Mm -hmm. um, I just sort of felt I, I didn't really even evaluate that. It was just mm -hmm. something that was part of my life. And it wasn't until God checked that and said, you know, um, you've got to stop thinking of every pretty girl that loves Jesus as a potential lifelong mate for yourself. <laughs> um, and you're just swinging like Tarzan for from one. Yeah. And, and you're holding on for dear life. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, you know, and so it came to a point where I had surrendered that and just said, okay, God, I, I want to grow deeper in you and develop a healthy sense of stability. Um, as my roots grew deeper through that season, Lo and behold, I came out of that season in um, having <laughs> developed a strong friendship with Tina. Yeah. And then that emerged into uh, something a lot more healthy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I my mindset would have been in the right place. And had I met you before then, sure. I mm -hmm. think I think honestly, guys can send off a vibe to so, uh, mature young ladies mm -hmm. in the Lord. That, um, like, this guy sort of needs me in wrong sorts of ways. Right. No, no mm -hmm. girl is really attracted to a needy, needy guy. guy. <laughs> and quite frankly, guys are not attracted to needy, needy girls, girls. Mm -hmm. because we we are not meant to be the solution to somebody Each else's other's. problems. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's something that. We, we can't be one another's idols. I want to help you. I want to support you. We can't be I'm one not... another's idols. Mm -mm, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then let's say you you feel like you've been given a green light. You know, you look at your life and you feel like, hey, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. And you're, you start to, you know, you're just developing friendships in the body of Christ and somebody's starting to really catch your eye mm -hmm, your um, attention. and catch your attention. Um, what, how do you decide is that the right one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, that's lots of good questions. <laughs> <laughs> what are some good questions? Yeah. Well, you always had your list, but yeah, yeah I mean, um, you, if you've met someone in you in, to me, the biggest thing was just being sure of, um, for me, it was you, of course, but, you know, right. that, that your relationship with God was solid. Again, that you're not perfect, but that you're, you love him and you're growing, yeah. you know, and that it's the right trajectory. <clears throat> yeah. You know, um, and so, and a lot of that, too, is just that a lot of character comes into play with that, too. Sure. But, um, you know, this, those questions of, I think, you know, we talked to people about this too, of that they can, you can have some great friendships. Um, but there's a, there's a dynamic that, they, that 
if the two are yoked together, they need to be pulling the same direction. And maybe you love Jesus and your friend loves, your girlfriend or boyfriend loves Jesus. But I mean, maybe their dreams are going to take them a completely different way as you. And it's not wrong. Sure. It's just y'all are destined for different things. And so, um, God means for us to be, you know, helping one another, supporting one another, yeah. strengthening one another in a in a common goal and direction. And so, I think asking those kind of questions that helps you discern that and figure that out. Hey, you know, what are your dreams? What are what direction do you want to go? Where you know, do, you know, ministry and 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 career and all those kinds of things. What would make you really really happy? Yeah, you know? yeah exactly, exactly. And, kind of helps shine the light on and what sort of things just drive you crazy, crazy. and yeah. just make you feel like um well, crap, how, I don't... Right, how would you be you know where where could you live that you'd be miserable right and, you know those how would you feel things. about living out in the country with you know down the dirt road with pigs <laughs> yeah <laughs> or you know for example um, I, I don't think our son would mind this, but, you know, one young uh, lady that he was um, heavily involved with, um, you know, there was a general compa- compatibility just sure. in terms of of attractiveness. They both loved the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then as, um, as we got to know her, um, there was some red flags in that particular area. Because mm-hmm. um, we we asked her about her dreams, right? And and her mm-hmm. dreams were professional, right? Um, which is fine, fine. It, nothing um, wrong. But Simi's dreams her really include a family. <laughs> her professional dreams, though, um, were um, involved living in major cities like New York, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. San Francisco. Uh, Washington D.C. something mm-hmm. to that effect, and all of those places we know our son. Yeah, all of those places right. are you know would be like hell holes to him. Sure, uh, the, you know, and and for us we're like, please don't raise our grandchildren in those <laughs> that cities. Way. You know, <laughs> I mean, New York. Um, yeah, but um, you know that wasn't our decision. No, that was just no. sort of you know some observations that we made. Um, and the other thing that was kind of interesting as he talked about, you know, his career, um, you know, he's, he's a plumber Mm -hmm. and that as we would hear him talk about his future as a, a, and which involved plumber, we would hear her chime in as yeah, but you know, there's a lot of different directions you can go as a plumber. Like he, he doesn't have to be a plumber for the rest of his life. He could be this, and he could be that. And and we're listening, and like those weren't his dreams. Right. And there was a sense that she was not going to be happy mm-hmm. married to a plumber. Right. Um, and that was another concern. And so that's part of that whole thing of you know. You can love the Lord and mm-hmm. be at a good place personally, um, and find somebody that has a, a initial attraction mm-hmm. to you. Um, but as you get to going, you, you know, like this is a great person, 
for yeah. someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. We're just going different directions, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and you don't want to you don't want to put yourself in a situation where one or the other of you is going to have to um, completely lay down. Feel like mm-hmm. yeah. um, I've set Surrender. aside mm-hmm. things that were really mm-hmm. important to me just mm-hmm. for you. Now, there's a certain amount of give and take Absolutely. always, but there should be a real sense that you know what um, we are. We are who we are at the core mm-hmm. about what we're good at and what's important to us and where we fit in the kingdom of God and in the dreams he's put in our heart. They don't have to be utterly demolished uh, mm-hmm. and set aside and, and die so that we could, you know, uh, go a totally different direction just for this other person. Mm-hmm. There should be this sense that, you know, we're, that we found our completer, our right. helper. Yeah. That mm-hmm. actually we're yoked we're a team to, now. Yes, we can team up mm-hmm. in life. And right. that's what it means to be equally Probably yoked. <laughs> um, so don't be unequally yoked, uh, you know, at the fundamental level. Oh, it's not, not light and dark. Yeah. Or you're, believer you're not marrying some mm-hmm. unbeliever. Right. But even as Christians, even as Christians. can you mm-hmm. fulfill the callings uh, of God that he has on your life with someone else, are those callings compatible? Like if one is called to the inner cities of Chicago Mm -hmm. and the other one is called to... To the Indians on a reservation. Or (laughs) or the other one is definitely not a city person, Mm -hmm. for example. Right, they want to be out in wide open spaces. And if if you, you know, if your main thing is like, what re- I really want to have a nice family, and but I've also, I'm the man, and so part of me, me having a really nice, stable family is it would be important to me to have a, have a wife who has a vision mm-hmm. for, for being a wife and a mother as her ministry mm-hmm. that you know, even if she does uh, business or mm-hmm. whatever, that all of that is for the purpose of we're going to have an amazing family yeah. for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And her main priority may be the home. Yeah. Um, it may not be exclusively, but it may be. You know, that was, you know, that's, you got to know yourself and what really, and uh, to you know, and that was something that we sort of wanted to encourage is is if there's you know if you're in a conversation with somebody and they're like, well, how could you think so little of me that you would stick me in the home with kids and think that that's all I'm capable of? I was like, ooh, that's not what I said at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. If you think that is a demeaning uh, statement right. or, or or a lack of value of the significance of a woman, then you probably are really going to struggle yeah. with making the fan, the sort of commitment to, to a family and, and kids. To, and to children, yeah, yeah. parenting children. Um, and, and that was something that Tina and I came across. Like, I, I never felt like I was having to tell you no. at all. In fact, You're I, staying I, home. I, no, yeah, I never, never did that. I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, that was her passion. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, even when we didn't have any kids, we sought to live in such a way that 
we never needed her income, mm-hmm. that, that it was supplementary. Mm-hmm. Um, so that if she ever got pregnant, um, which she eventually did, mm-hmm. um, that we wouldn't be scrambling financially. Mm-hmm. So we chose to live within my means and that sort of thing. So some of that is going to be like, okay, what are your financial goals? Mm-hmm. And when those things come into conflict, see, any, anybody can say, yeah, you know, we value debt-free living or we value a certain lifestyle or we value fulfilling the Great Commission. Um, you know, okay, what happens when those need to be prioritized? I mean, I can't tell you how many times we've moved and left what was a secure income for uh, an impression that the Holy Spirit gave me or Tina Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. Um, and just saying, okay, God, you've called us. We're going to go. And I I don't know how many women on the face of this planet could live with me uh, through that, (laughs) but I found a woman who was as equally committed to following Jesus first um, along the path that, you know, he had called us because I can't go anywhere without Tina. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that's the sort of thing is, can you walk together as one? Mm -hmm. Um, Accepting their strengths, but also their limitations. Right. Because there were several times where we found my capacity right. to go out and evangelize and make disciples or <clears throat> or when I was studying to shut that myself in a room. The, and in keep, seminary, it was more your capacity and to keep, keep read. reading and reading and reading <laughs> and writing papers and whatever exceeded Tina's capacity for me to be to doing that. To be shut that. up in your room and yeah. know, like, I can't talk. Like, uh, no, hello, hello, did you forget about me? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, being willing to prioritize the relationship and make those adjustments um, and just accepting the fact that, you know, uh, a marriage is going to re- and a family is going to require personal adjustments. They're fairly significant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they shouldn't be the sort of adjustments that almost cross you. Now, once you're in it, you got to do whatever it takes. Yes. Um, but this mm-hmm. is the evaluation, the best you the can tell on the period. front end. Mm-hmm. Um, if these are the kind of adjustments that are going to like uh, just totally cross you as a person, there should be a sense of fit. This fits. Yeah. This fits. Mm-hmm. Um, I think peace is a huge thing, too. Yeah. I mean, if there's just still nagging thoughts and concerns, um, they don't need to just be shoved aside. Mm. We need to move forward. There needs to be God's peace on it. Yeah. And I like what you said, the the nagging concerns, because I think a lot of people that have found themselves in bad relationships, as they look back in retrospect, there were some red flags or at least yellow flags. <laughs> that, that they would admit later. Mm-hmm. And, and the truth is they wanted that relationship so, so badly, badly to be exactly what they needed to be that they, they at, some, at some point um, decided to run some yellow lights that probably turned red, red. just before they turned <laughs> through. You know, <laughs> yeah. you see the yellow light and you step on you the step gas. step on the gas, yeah, <laughs> and you're going under it as it's red. In, instead mm-hmm. of... Seeing the yellow light, you know, well, let's slow down. Yeah. Let's see what this is about. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. 
and to really listen and to let people tell you what's really important to them mm-hmm. and look beyond um, just their words, but also what a, what is their actions and in, in real decision making show you. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, one of the things that I, I did, um, Tina mentioned that I had several questions that I asked. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> they were questions that I asked her, but I asked any young lady that I thought could possibly be a good um, you know, possible candidate for Mrs. <laughs> Hayner, um, that I was just asking, um, straight away, um, because I found they're good questions just for fellowship. I, I asked somebody, um, you know, tell me how you came to know Christ. Cause I wanted to hear their testimony their about mm-hmm. coming to know Jesus. Um, I would ask them, um, so what's God been doing in your life lately? Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to, because I didn't want to just marry somebody who, prayed a prayer when they were, you know, seven, seven years, years old, old, got baptized, been in church. But to be honest with you, they're just not walking with Jesus. They're not growing. Mm-hmm. So I would ask, you know, so what's God been doing in your life lately? And I would just listen. And, and regardless, you know, of what's going on, I'm not trying to judge them. I'm not trying to get to know them. Sure. But it's it's it was a strategic question of listening for, are they growing? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I would ask that question frequently. Hey, how you doing? So what's God been up to in your life lately? You know, mm-hmm. I, um, that was a regular, I think I probably led with that question mm-hmm. just with anybody. It wasn't just girls, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, one question that was a real, uh, it was kind of the deal breaker for me is that I felt like God um, had a call on my life for missions. I was willing to follow Jesus anywhere. And I didn't know where that was. And, um, Tina will attest to the fact we've been all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it was important if she had all I want to do is I want to settle down. I want to be close to my family. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go anywhere. That's okay Mm -hmm. for a little, and that's normal, I Mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would ask, you know, knowing that that isn't a lot of people, I would just say that, uh, you know, being willing to go anywhere, do anything. I would ask, you know, so, um, how do you feel about world missions? Mm -hmm. You know, where do you feel like you fit into all that? And as I listened to Tina, you know, I heard her say, you know, I don't know where, but I'm willing to go anywhere for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a big part of my life. You know, I was like, well, welcome to, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to, uh, prospect <laughs> perspective. Yeah. And there, there wasn't, uh, and you know, I, and I think partly too is, is there a sense of mutual, uh, attraction, affection, um, that is beyond physical, mm-hmm. but a sense mm-hmm. of, I, I'm, a, I like you. I'm excited. Right. I like being around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You bring out the best, best in, in me. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something, you know, it's interesting how one of the Proverbs is kind of off repeated and somewhat as a warning because it's not meant to rub guys or or girls that are in a miserable relationship their nose in it. But these are proverbs. You know, it's better to live in the corner of a house, house than, with, than contentious. with a contentious woman. Mm-hmm. And 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 that would be true with a you know unreasonable un, contentious, you know, contentious disagreeable man. man. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I think the the idea is nobody mm-hmm. wants their home to be a place of of strife. Right, strife and drama. A refuge and a place of peace. And so finding someone that has the capacity to um, contribute to your life and that has the ability to have peaceable relationships, peaceable disagreements, mm-hmm. um, even if they're growing that, you know, Tina, <laughs> Tina <laughs> our, first year of marriage, our first year of marriage, neither oh, one of us were really good at that. <laughs> wasn't all that, that peaceful, but what there was a, how can I say our disagreements weren't peaceable um, mm-hmm. sometimes, but our normal way of conduct right. was, yes. and mm-hmm. there was a desire to live in peace with one another and to right. pursue peace. Um, and it wasn't just peace at your expense Expense. or peace Mm -hmm. at my expense. It was peace through Christ and us both being willing to submit to the Prince of Peace. Mm -hmm. Um, so all of that was, was part of what fed into, you know, we can fulfill our callings together. We, uh, and we're ready to start a family and, um, all of those things, and then I think beyond that is is the re, is where is the relationship? Mm. Um, you know, you can't just go for I found her after one date. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. You there is uh, there is some wisdom to giving your relationship Succeed. enough time and different experiences so that you can... Don't awaken love until it pleases, right? Have more um, context. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you don't want to... You know, even, you know, my, my dad taught me this. We, you know, when you're buying a car or buying a house or whatever, if you're feeling rushed into something, you know, don't Not make the decision. Idea. Just right. at least sleep on it type thing. Right, right. Um, well, you need to have several sleeps on this one. Yes. <laughs> sleep a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, even maybe ask for a dream. <laughs> and I would say along with that, um, bring other people that know you um that are godly that share your perspectives that are willing to that you respect their opinions yes um it incorporate them Them. into this Mm -hmm. Um, friends and mentors parents yeah with abundance of counselors you know their safety safety. Mm -hmm. um and so be willing to hear what your mom and dad say um even because they love you they Mm do and sometimes there's a sense that they know you. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's enough movies and dramas out there where, you know, you got Romeo and Juliet and, right. and your parents are blinded by their own prejudices and sure. don't give, they don't really know uh, in that sense. But eventually, they come around to seeing this is a person that you see yourself as being happy with. Yeah. for the right reasons and uh, uh, and so sometimes you can't have your parents be the ones that sign off on the deal but you should have some people in your life that feel good about it that mm-hmm. can say mm-hmm. no this is a really good fit or you might be missing some things here mm-hmm. slow down Slowing pump out. the brakes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you got to yeah. be willing to uh to incorporate that. And if you're not, I would say it may indicate 
that you need to go back to square one. Of, <laughs> Am I ready? Right. You know, what's driving mm. this right here? Mm, so, exactly. But anyway, um, all of that to say, I think probably overall, um, uh, one thing to, to think about is, is God's word it gives us permission to say, you know, um, yeah, I think it's uh, 1 Corinthians where it says uh, that she is free to be married to whom she wishes only in the Lord. So there's an aspect of freedom. Yeah, there's a lot of um, flexibility. Whoever you wish. Mm-hmm. and you know, In the Lord. In the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Lots. take all those things into consideration, um, but don't expect, just because it's a big decision, don't expect that God's going to tell you what, what mm-hmm. he wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, we love our kids enough to not tell, tell them, them the person they're going to marry. We that's that got to be, be completely your decision. Choice. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be your decision. Absolutely. Um, so accept the freedom that you have for that that decision mm-hmm. as a gift. It's part of the gift that God gives us mm-hmm. in the Lord. And uh, hopefully this has been encouraging to you. Um, yeah. And if, if it's Helpful. not been particularly relevant for your Personally. life personally, um, watch that on. God looks, yeah, it might mm-hmm. be somebody that you know that could actually really benefit, benefit for this yeah. right now. Or maybe it's something you just file in uh, in your mind for future discipleship opportunities mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. God gives you in the body of Christ. So anyway, uh, hopefully this was encouraging. If you'd like additional resources from our ministry, you'll find them at our website, fullspeedimpact.com. Uh, you'll find a complete list of our uh uh, our catalog of our previous podcasts, as well as the Full Speed Impact Academy, our online mentoring program. And uh, we release a new podcast every Sunday at 6 p.m., uh, Lord willing. If you uh, enjoyed this, check back uh, next Sunday at 6 Central Time, and Lord willing, there'll be another one. Meanwhile, brothers and sisters, we encourage you to walk in the fullness of Jesus Christ and impact the world around you. Thank you.